So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. I am so glad you're here. I'm Robin Wong. This is episode 103, 103. Yeah, we're clicking along here. I hope you're having a great day. Oh, what a great day it is. Um, you know, I've been in my Facebook group. I uh, have a group I uh, oversee uh, called Reverse Type 2 Diabetes Eating Plants. And <clears throat> I also have a page called Nutrition with Robin. So you can find me either place. Uh, I spend a little bit more time probably in the group uh, Reverse Eating, uh, Reverse Type 2 Diabetes Eating Plants. Um, I feel really responsible for the for my group members and uh, and when I hear that they're struggling with something or um, just have questions, I'm I'm available to them and really want to help them. That's uh, I I feel like they're kind of my little flock a little bit, right? And so, uh, but you know, and one of the messages I got today from um, a member who's struggling was that she just wanted me to give her a list of foods to eat and. I hear this a lot. I just need to know what foods to eat. I need to know how many carbs to eat. Um, what can I eat? What I what can I not eat? Uh, how much should I be eating? All these little minute things. And um, <clears throat> I, I get it because I remember uh, back before um, I went plant-based and my husband was first diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, searching, searching and searching and really looking for an answer of how to keep him off medications and how to lower his blood sugars and, you know, not really understanding uh, the complexity of diabetes. And there's just so much information out there and really trying to sort through it and find out what was going to work and what was going to work for us. More importantly, there's all these general generalizations made about what to do, but they're kind of a one size fits all. Right. And really, uh, the, the, the guidance we got from the doctor was more about just to, to take medications. And that's what we were really pushing against. So I, I understand the sympathy, just like their frustration, there's overwhelm, there's not knowing what's the right way to go. And, and then you factor into, you know, you know, some of the other things that happen, you know, budget, maybe they, you know, you can't afford special foods or, um, you know, it's hard to afford your medicine, right? For some people, or maybe, um, you know, they don't know how to cook, don't have the time to cook, um, whatever it might be. So things, there's definitely barriers for sure. And so what I know is that giving someone a list of foods to eat 
Um, let me give you an example. It doesn't help them. Okay. Let me give you an example. I can um, say you eat more kale. Okay. And rather than going and buying the fresh kale and steaming it and putting lemon on it, that person might mean that, to, read that to mean, oh, if I just go buy kale chips, it's the same thing. Now you take the, in the kale chips, they've taken um, perfectly good kale and now deep fried it, put a bunch of salt on it and package it into a, a package, right? With artificial preservatives and all these things, hugely different um, product. Okay. But so it's all the, the list that I give is subject to interpretation is my point. And I, I learned this early on um, with my own father. He, uh, was having some um, constipation issues. And so, which happens as we age sometimes. And if you're taking medications, it happens. And if you're not moving and, you know, moving around a lot, eating a lot, most people don't eat enough fiber. And so I said, you know, maybe try eating more fiber, like fruits and vegetables, and maybe try eating some dried cherries. Sometimes that'll help. The dried cherries kind of stimulate things. Well, he took that to mean cherry juice. Okay, so he didn't want to do the, the cherries, so he, he went to cherry juice. Now, mind you, cherry juice is probably delicious, but there's no fiber in it, right? Everything's been removed. So, so you see, it's an interpretation thing. And so I, I find it really frustrating because I just want to talk to these people and say, you know, first of all, I need to know what you like. That's another issue by giving someone, just giving them a list, is that I could put stuff on a list that they don't even like to eat. So what happens is I might do a meal plan, uh, which is what everybody wants and no one follows. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we don't even want to go there. I'll do a meal plan or they follow it for a little while and then they stop. So they don't develop the habits they need to develop to, for a lifestyle, right? They treat it like a diet, but I could do a meal plan and put a very balanced um, day of, of eating in there for, for diabetes. And that person may alter it to eat the foods they just like that they, you know, they don't like some of the other foods. And, and so now you've taken this very well balanced meal plan and changed it. So when they don't get the results, they're upset and you're like, yeah, but you didn't follow it. Um, so, uh, and then what happens with, when that, you know, like, for example, if I give a list of food and they pick the few things off it they want, they might cook them in a way that's not as healthful. And then they don't, aren't getting a, a variety of nutrients by mixing those foods up because they're very limited about what they want to eat. It, you know, and then when they don't get the results, they're upset. So what they think is that, um, A, I don't know what I'm talking about, okay, or B, that they failed. And the first one, that doesn't bother me so much because it, I realize it's a communication gap and, and I do know what I'm talking about. Um, I've studied this. I, I, I know what I'm talking about. But what bothers me more is that they feel they failed. And, and that, that I find really hard to live with because, um, you know, it's just, it's just a lack of understanding and lack of communication and really um, understanding what to do with that information. Okay. And so they don't, they necessarily shouldn't know how to, 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 to use this list or know how to cook these foods if they've never done it. Right. And so this is where I think people miss out that 
having a mentor or a coach or working with a dietitian or a health coach or whomever to get you started um, really helps. And that's what the beauty of like my 12 week program is in that 12 weeks, I help you develop those skills, right? Yes, you'll get recipes and yes, you'll get the foods and you'll know why you're eating them. And you know how to prepare them in a way that's the most health, you know, the best suited for your taste and your diabetes. Because everybody's diabetes is slightly different. It's a complex um, disease. So what works for you may not work for somebody else. So this one size fits all approach by having a list of foods or having a meal plan just kind of off the internet um, doesn't always work because A, like I said, it doesn't take into account your, your lifestyle, your cultural preferences, your food preferences, your lifestyle, your budget, your tastes, your habits, uh, your cooking skill level, uh, what, what even pans do you have to cook? All these things, okay? It, there's no way we could possibly know that unless we work together. Okay, so that's what I want you to understand, that if you've tried meal plans in the past and they haven't worked, it's just you don't have all the information. You're literally um, doing one thing and trying to get a big result when it's a combination of things, really, that bring you the result. Okay, so when I work with clients, it'll be, yeah, we focus on food for sure. And but we also focus on moving your body and we focus on how you hydrate. We focus on um, your other relationships and, you know, and, and how is that affecting your life? You know, can you eat out and feel comfortable? Can you share what you're doing with people without feeling, um, you know, attacked or people judging you? Uh, what are your emotional eating triggers? right? We look at all that. What is your sleep pattern? What is your mindset around these changes? What is your why about why you're doing this to be healthy? Yeah, I know you have high blood sugars, but wh what else? Why? Why are you making these changes, right? Really digging deep on that. And it's the rare person that can do that on their own. And so that's why getting help, I got help. I, I mean, I um, found a mentor to help me navigate a path to help my husband get his diabetes on track. I learned how to cook differently. Um, I went back to school to even learn more. I took, I took um, lots of classes, you know, lectures I'd go to. And so I read a bunch of books. I want to save you that time. I really do. It took a lot of time and effort and money um, to get there. And I've developed a program that takes 12 weeks to really start seeing results. And so I took everything I knew and put into a program that um, helps people, which I'm so excited about. And that's why I became a dietitian, really, is to make an impact on diabetes. So uh, I just that just know that if, that if you are falling into that category of just give me a list, just uh, tell me what to do, um, that gets you only so far. It gets you started. Um, but really when it gets bumpy and you have questions and you're not seeing, you know, you're, then you hit a roadblock and then you fall back to your old habits because that does happen. It gets kind of harder. Um, the motivation kind of wanes and you need that person in your corner to keep you going, to get you back on track. I mean, with my clients now, I check in Hey, how's your week going? Any struggles this week? Um, you know, and that check-in keeps them present, you know, keeps them moving forward and go, oh, I did have a question for you. Or, 
you know, whatever that might be. And that is, they have all told me that support is what's really helped them develop the skills they need to manage their diabetes. And so that's, that's what people really don't realize they need um, to succeed at this. And they think it's, they think it's a meal plan. They think it's a list of food, but it's really having the mentorship, the support um, that, makes that's a game changer it really is it's the game changer so uh, i encourage you find somebody um i would love to work with you but if it's not me find somebody else find somebody to be in your corner to help you navigate um managing your diabetes and uh you know whether you're going to be full-on plant-based find what works for you okay and so that's what i love about what i do is you know it's it is so customized that I don't just slap out a meal plan. I'm like, okay, let's look at what you like. I'm not going to tell you to eat something if you don't like to eat it just because it's good for you, right? That doesn't make any sense to me. Eating should be enjoyable. And that's what I want you to have too. I want you to find that eating can be enjoyable again and not this chore or this burden almost and this worry every time you eat because you're afraid of your blood sugars. So with that said, ah. I hope all goes well. Uh, keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing, you know, making good choices every day. Every meal is an opportunity to do better. Just remember that. And we're striving for progress, not perfection. And if you're going to, you know, just keep trying to add more fruits and vegetables and whole grains. Just keep edging out some of the, the um, animal products and um, small steps matter. Okay. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.